Hello, 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 and welcome back to DJ Force 10 in conversation. Um, sorry about the uh, hiatus uh, between the last one and this one. Uh, the last one was with Misery Loves Company, which got received very well. Um, and I just didn't follow up in time just due to uh, various life events and other things taking precedent, uh, which are, all seem to be calming down now. Um, and uh, yeah, just sort of getting back into the groove and actually able to give my... Um, like other passions like this the podcast uh a bit more um concentration and actually give it the time it deserves um but i've got another one lined up after this one i've got 98 sorted as well for september um so i am i'm going to continue to record now uh i've got a space set up that's kind of working for me now um but yeah the next two i've got are very different <laughs> like this one uh is with um tiffany uh for those of you um who were about in the sort of late 80s uh would have would have uh heard the song i think we're alone now um that was that was her uh that went to number one in many countries um huge hit just around the world uh she released subsequently more music that has done well as well uh and she just released a new album last year called pieces of me uh which is if you like your sort of um um rock pop uh sort of sound uh go listen to it it's on all the streaming services it's available to buy um but i caught her um at uh, a studio in wales uh recording her next album in fact and she's preparing for the rewind festival uh north and south which comes up in august which is imminent uh august 3rd and august 17th uh one's up in macclesfield which is the north one one's in henley uh which is the one down south um but yeah, she was a great guest. I was like totally flabbergasted to get her. So um, shout out to uh, DJ Pinnell, uh, f- also a colleague on Total Rock. Um, he managed to get that set up through a couple of friends of his uh, just by random chance, really. Um, but I love it when those sort of things come together because it's... Uh, it just makes it a little bit more special. But the next one I got as well is Cult of Luna. So they couldn't really be two different different interviews I did in subsequent days. Um, so from pop rock to uh, doom sort of sludge metal kind of thing. And um, yeah, anyway, that's something to look forward to. I can't release that till September. So um, that's more to do with their new album that's coming out and stuff. But we're here to talk about Tiffany, um, which I'll give you in a second. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say again, thank you for everyone that's kind of um, sent me messages and stuff. Just asking what's going on. Uh, apologies for not replying um just purely on the basis that i needed to give some other things some concentration um i'm still doing my 365 days of scratch uh if anyone is interested in that uh that is still going on my youtube channel and instagram channel um at dj force x um you can find that on there and we're on uh, as of recording today i believe it's 213 so every day i'm recording a couple of minutes of me scratching uh different techniques different scratch types stuff like that um no real reason behind it uh just a self challenge really um kind of is testing my mental health i'll tell you that um <laughs> just just purely on the basis of getting it done every day um holding myself accountable um but i'm portable i'm out and about i've got my setup at home i've got i found all my dj gear um from all the way back uh when i was in uh zero cipher and stuff like that and um yeah it's all working so um, there's a few bits I need to upgrade, need to get a new mixer, stuff like that, because I'm wearing out the one I've got. Um, but yeah, no, using Phase as well, that's my latest little gadget, um, that's f- absolutely awesome. Um, I went to the DJ Expo uh, in, um, or the DJ show, I should call it, in Newbury, uh, thanks to DJ Kit, 
www.ghostbusters.co.uk. Uh, they put on this like uh, exhibition show uh, for all the DJ manufacturers to kind of showcase their gear. I met up with the uh, Scratch Link Up crew, uh, which are a portablist crew. Um, that are really into portableism. Um, I don't know if you remember, or if you're a frequent listener to this podcast, I did mention portableism a couple of years back. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm now part of that. I picked up myself a PT1, PTO01, sorry, uh, scratch turntable. Got it modded, got a new uh, crossfader on there, got a stop start button. Um, but yeah, no, if you look at my videos, there's a couple of them out at my kids' like school playground and stuff like that in the car. Uh, I plan to do a lot more of that. I also plan to enter the DMC. Um, uh, the, they've got a portablist like challenge they're going for for the this year's DMC. But um, yeah, that's all going to come. So anyone who's into DJing and stuff, there's a lot more of that coming up um, on future podcasts and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, we'll be cracking on with that. But right now, I'm going to hand it over to myself and Tiffany. Um, yeah. Uh, enjoy. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Fine, thank you. I appreciate you waiting for me. Oh, no, that's absolutely fine. I absolutely appreciate you doing this. So it's... Yeah. Totally my pleasure. Um, so, yeah, hello, Tiffany. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, how are you doing? I am doing good. I am just uh, at Rockfield Studios in Wales making my new record. Oh, nice. And, yeah, and so I'm actually in the office part where I heard a really cool story earlier about yeah. um, Freddie Mercury with Queen. Yep. And they had recorded here, Bohemian Rhapsody. And, like, he was in this actual office now. This office space was, like, I don't know, maybe a another rehearsal studio or something like that, or just a space mm. across from the studio. And everybody else was, like, you know, playing, just, like, you know, kicking the football around a little bit. And Freddie was in here in this very office creating Bohemian Rhapsody, which is really amazing. Oh, amazing. So I've been staring at this building (laughs) (laughs) for like, I don't know, two or three days now from across there. And now I'm sitting in this building having my my interview with you, which is amazing. And um, this is great. It was meant for me to be in here. (laughs) Yeah, that that is amazing. I love that. Great opportunity. Yeah, I know. Just soak it up. And I'm gonna suck up the vibes. And I've only got Brian May down the road from me as well. So, well, uh. I truly believe in that kind of stuff. So I really do think it's like magical. That's awesome. That's awesome. Excellent. You know, it's just an awesome experience when you can like, you know, like I was listening to Kingsley uh, again, the owner who of Rockfields, and he was saying, you know all his stories and you're just like you just can't buy those stories they're amazing no you can't so but you know that's what music is about that's what it does it, exactly you know, it yeah changes the hearts of everybody and then and then the stories behind it or the musician behind it and then you know some the simplicity and the human behind it is amazing <laughs> yeah no definitely definitely that's amazing excellent well wow, what a way to start this <laughs> it's like amazing um so yeah, you're in, obviously, you say you're in the UK at the moment, in Wales, um, and um, yeah, you're here to play a couple of festivals as well, I believe. Um, you've got a couple coming I up. I am. In, yeah, uh, no, I'm going to be doing a couple of different festivals and some acoustic shows, and 
uh, some publicity and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it, I, I think when I'm over here, it's like my second home now because yeah. I spent so much time in the last five years, really. So yeah, I love it here. Oh, it's excellent. Great. Well, that's good to... That's good to know. <laughs> I recently moved back from America, so. I kind oh, of, did you? Yeah, I was. What part of America? Um, I was living in Florida, in Tampa. Oh, okay. So perfect. Yeah. Well, I'm from California originally. So yeah, it's different coast. I, I love you know. <laughs> I love California. I, I keep going back and and forth if I'm going to go back there. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> the traffic's the only thing that's keeping me away at this point. Yeah, yeah. No, it was the humidity for me. Like coming back here, even though the weather. Isn't always great. It's been nice for the past couple of days, but uh, yeah, it's not quite Tampa weather. <laughs> yeah, no, so. I can't. Do, yeah, I mean, I reside in Nashville um, primarily when I'm yeah. back in the states, but I actually stay here in the UK quite often. So for me, again, this is really like my second home. So yeah. I love it over here. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Cool. So um. I, with your, uh, that, let's just go because you mentioned you're recording a new record. Let's go with this. Um, what what can your fans expect from that? Because um, I want to talk about pieces of me as well, which you released last year. Um, but let's sort of have the dessert first, if you will. And sure. if, if you can talk about your your new record and how it's shaping up. Well, I mean, we're about four or five songs in, mm-hmm. and uh, shaping up. You know, I'm I'm all smiles right now. Cool. Uh, you know, I'm about to break out some champagne. You're pretty soon. Put it that way. <laughs> it's going really, really well. Excellent. Um, you know, so I think we're going to take a little turn from pieces of me, um, which was released, like you said, last year. And um, you know, pieces of me was really kind of like my solid coming out as far as, you know, all my heart's desires of doing more of the rock direction. Yeah. And, um, and I think that, you know, definitely we accomplished that. So it was great to kind of work the record beyond the road. And that takes a lot of pounding the pavement a little bit, you know, to like get people behind it, get them to understand it, then hear the album, then see me live. And they're like, Oh wow, I really get it now. So, you know, but I mean, that's what I do. I mean, that's why I've been working so hard and, I'm totally committed to just, you know, the sound and uh, everybody involved in the project. So, you know, it's it's something that we're just going to keep plugging forward yep. um, and enjoying. And, you know, I really am trying to take in all the different um, levels of this, you know, and all the different learning experiences and all the different experiences, period, yeah. um, from, as being an independent artist, you know. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, that's amazing. And then that's kind of led to... Obviously now, you know, there are some expectation for the new, uh, the new album, which is kind of great, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, usually you're like, uh, but I mean, it tells you you've accomplished something. So I'm going to take it in a positive cool. and move forward and not get hectic about it. But the new album, you know, we really, like I said, we're tapping into some stuff and maybe turning a corner into... You know, kind of honing like a real Tiff sound. Um, And I know that Pieces of Me was really a little bit of all of it. You know, it really was Pieces of Me. Um, And now that I've kind of released that album and been on the road and worked that album, um, and now writing what I just kind of feel is the next thing and like my base, you know, Um, it is a little bit more punk, believe it or not, um, which I love. Yeah, I think it's really, really cool. You know, but fun. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like that go-go sound, that blondie kind of sound. Yeah. I think that it's really appropriate that I'm doing kind of a 
um, a current retro sound, if you can. Yeah. You know, um, because it's like, you know, I remember that. It's not easy. You know, it's not it's not overly complicated. It's very easy. Um, you know, I just it's toe tapping. I know these melodies. Again, it's just you fall into it. You know, that was some really interesting, you know, music behind it. Um, that is, you know, not so straightforward, which I think is really cool, um, which is, you know, of course, the band and, and my producer, Mark, yeah. and, and, you know, and if my two cents that I come in every once in a while, I'm like, hold on, I actually have a good idea. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, because I'm, I'm a lyricist, really, is what I really do. Um, and I do hear melodies a lot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sometimes as far as like really sitting there and, and, you know, talking to the band and like breaking down something, you know, I look at Mark to do that. Yeah. We're great partners. Cool. Um, as a writing team and stuff like that. So it's been great to do another record with him. And it's, you know, I mean, it's kind of endless now. It's like, oh, man, this is like even better than it was before. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's great. It's great to be in that position. Um, you know, we've come together at Rockfields now and kind of walked into it and, um, and did exactly what a lot of bands before us have done yeah. while they were here is not have anything really overly prepared. An idea, you know, kind yeah. of we've had a, an idea and then we went into rehearsals before we got here in Brighton. Um, but like all the, the lyrics and everything like that, all the, you know, this is the song. No, that that all comes alive here oh, that's good. in this magic place. Yeah. So, you know, um, that's, again, I'm forever grateful. But it does put a little stress on you a little bit. Yeah, well, this place that <laughs> you you're got... just like, okay, we're going to book this nice studio and we're yeah. up to shine. But, um, but you know, I think that there is something about the environment and all the magic that happens and all the moments in between and, you know, just hanging out with your, you know, I mean, this is like my family. So, yeah. you know, it's great that, you know, it's it's great to be around people that you love um, and to be taking in the moment. And, and there's so much here. I mean, again, just listening to all the stories about being at Rockfields and stuff. Yeah. With with Ozzy singing "Paranoid" in the front studio at sixteen, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is such a cool place!" So I think that's what you're going to hear on this record in a weird way. Yeah. Um, because you know, for an artist, when we're like tingling a little bit, like you know, like new kids in a shop, you know, or yeah. like just you know taking it all in for the very first time, you get that energy. Um, and I think there's going to be some really cool stuff on this album for the first five songs. We can already feel that um, imprinted on, on the music, you know, that's amazing. That's really cool. Thank you for that. Um, so go, go, going back to your uh, album from, um, from last year, uh, pieces of me, um, I've been listening to it since, um, this has kind of been talked about the interview wise, <laughs> cause I was like, maybe I should listen to some stuff. <laughs> cause I obviously, I remember way back when um and um i really really enjoyed the album it had a um thanks it was a kind of i, I don't know i, I kind of like to compare but uh, it was like kind of a stevie nicks tom petty kind of vibe going on um I, I, I don't know if that was a, a an aim of yours or not but um it's just kind of like got that that sort of like um i don't know that just kind of like I know it's got elements of pop and rock in it and it just kind of it, it was just it was really good there was um a couple of tracks i really liked uh worlds away was one i think that was the opening track um and oh, what was the other one uh king of lies uh 
waste of time. So I'm just pulling these off the top of my head at the moment. <laughs> I'm usually pretty good at remembering them. I think The Fool as well. I think that was the last track, wasn't it? Oh, thank you. Yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah. No, I mean, the, you know, all the songs on this album, I mean, you know, it, again, Pieces of Me, it really was Pieces of Me. Yeah. All the different influences and all the different, um, I, you know, things that I've done yeah. over the years. I mean, even as a writer that came out here, you know, where I'm at currently, what's going on in my life, who's in my life, you know, it's all there on the record. You just got to listen. So, you know, I mean, it's like, it's amazing that, you know, music can like be such a, a therapy for an artist. And, you know, I had an album before pieces of me, a million mm. miles. And that was kind of me showing that I could really sing. I'm a vocalist. Cause a lot of people I didn't know you can sing like that. And I'm like, well, okay, maybe I should do an album that reflects that. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. did a million miles that was more, much more singer songwriter. Um, but, you know, again, I, a lot of people had passed away in my life and things changed so much. So it was kind of like my healing and then pieces of me comes along. And, you know, of course it's got that rock edge that I love and, yeah. and it's, and it is telling my story though. It's telling where I'm at now and what's involved and what's going on in my head and, you know, what it's like to be on the ride, road all the time Yeah. now full-time as an artist. And, you know, I'm, and then the new album, which doesn't have a title now, um, but, you know, that's going to be even more about, you know, my life, yeah. really. And some of some of the lighter factor of that, you know, I think the pieces of me was, is amazing, you know, but it is like songs like Storm, you know, it's, it's a love story. Yeah. I mean, that's what that is. That That's what that song is. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, I mean... I think that this next album is going to be much more like I'm setting, you know, what I, I do and who I am and what's going on. And, and, you know, it's time to like have some fun. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm touring the world and I'm having a good time and just got off the new kids on the block tour, the yep. state tour and you know, lots of great moments there. Lots of great memories. Um, and so I'm extremely encouraged to take new music and pieces of me still uh, around the world, you know, and of course, yeah. I, the new I think we're alone now. It was amazing to see it go, you know, it, a view a million views on the new video for I think we're alone now in a month. Yep. I I just was overwhelmed with that. That was great. Yeah, it's it's, it's good to know those uh, that your sort of like fan base is still there. That's uh, I think one of the sort of um, positives of of the current like um, music scene, I guess, uh, or industry, I should say. Um, is where you can get that kind of um, you put out a video and you can you can see how many people still want to hear it, want to see it, want to see what you're doing now. Um, and I was just I was actually one of my questions I was going to ask you because you've been in the industry through well since the eighties um, up until now. How, how you've seen it change um, and how you've adapted to that change because. I know a lot of artists around the time of the sort of like digital sort of revolution, if you will, weren't sure what to do or weren't, you know, obviously if you left it to um, the sort of industry um, people behind the scenes to kind of take care of that. But I see you've been taking more control over what you do and what you write, like you co-produce and things like that. So how how is that like watching it from your seat? How does the industry change for you? Well, I mean, I think that's, you know, you tapped into a little a bit about this, you know, it's that I was always, you know, told, well, you don't write your own stuff and you don't play an instrument, you know, but I was a vocalist and I did write as a writer, but nobody really wanted to kind of 
you know, kind of take that under their wing yeah. a little bit. So, you know, the first couple of things that I showed as a writer, they, um, of course, it was just well, I was 14. So I'm sure it wasn't very good, but it wasn't, I wasn't encouraged. So I sat on the back burner for a long time yeah. waiting. And it was really my band members who I started to write with because I felt comfortable with them, mm-hmm. you know, just jamming and being away with them and being on the road or in the studio or whatever it was, you know? So spending that time with them and then they were, you know, so musical, it's just flowing out of them. And I would like jump in there and I just didn't really have any, uh, restraints as far as like feeling awkward or anything like that. I felt like just, you know, oh, okay, I can fall here. It's okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's probably why I work with mostly musicians, you know, even more than like just straight out producers and stuff like that. People who are really, you know, in my band or something that are like, I have that bond with me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, there's so much, there's such a difference between working records in the eighties and working records now um, you know, I mean, again, the opportunities now are at the fin- your finger- fingertips, whatever you want to do with it. Yeah. You know, if you want to really work it, you really can. You can turn it into, you know, your brand, your business, whatever you want, really. Mm. Um, you know, so, but back then, I mean, you were tied to a certain protocol, and yep. you know, and um, if things didn't go well, they didn't go well. <laughs> or didn't go at all, pretty much. Yes. Um, you know, so it's very nerve wracking. Um, I I don't really miss those days. No. I wouldn't want that system to come back. I mean, there was some, you know, grandeur there. There was a lot of, you know, um, glamour as yeah. well. Um, you know, that, you know, people paid for, the artists paid for. But still, I think there was a little bit of that smoke and mirrors. That yeah. still was in the music industry that we may maybe call Hollywood or rock and roll or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, now it's so, um, to some degree, a little corporate. And so it, it is just straight to straight there. That's it. You know, there's no filter. Yeah. Um, and, but I mean, I think again, is an independent that gives you to, you know, gets you to be a creative, um, you know, even visually, it's not just music. It's your image, it's your visual, it's all of it. Yep. How you want to present it, it's, you know, the font that you use as your, you know, logo. All of that kind of stuff matters. Yeah. And the cool thing is that you can kind of control that and you can really do your homework and research and learn some of that stuff mm. on the fly of what works and what doesn't. So, you know, I mean, I'm excited for a lot of people that want to start, you know, music anywhere yeah um you know in a field somewhere if you really want it you know um you you can find those resources to get it at least out there and then you know some of that again is chance and if it's meant to be yeah and you know luck or whatever you would call it so it takes all of it really to to, to make it happen for the next level yeah no definitely i've i've um well, I've, in the music industry, I was in a band, in a, in a metal band for the longest time. And um, I also used to work at um, a nightclub here in the UK. And we'd have traveling kind of pop artists come through. Um, and you can, like, a lot of them had a lot of talent. And, and I was always, like, very kind of, um, like, praising that. Because it, it generally sometimes wasn't my kind of music or anything like that. But the fact that the guy's going out there and he's playing all these clubs in front of, you know, he's just playing two, three songs a night. Um, but in front of these like, you know, club crowds, um, and mm-hmm. things like that, he's like, it's kind of like the, 
the new kind of like jumping in a van i guess <laughs> like for a full yeah. rock band but this was guy was an individual kind of he had a um um a, a beat track but he was doing all the vocals himself and you know dance moves things like that and and he he worked hard he's still going now as far as um as last time i saw him anyway and that wasn't too long ago um but yeah it's um it's very different now it's just sort of like crazy seeing that then and the sort of like the the sort of hustle people do now um and how it has changed on that front and how oh yeah totally totally i mean but you know i mean again here i am like i can release an album whenever i want to i don't have to wait i don't have to do the whole you know we're gonna wait 18 to 24 months or whatever it is you know and i know what i can do and you know i mean i can go with a distribution company get my music out there and Um, and I'm very grateful for that. I really am. Mostly, I'm very grateful to all the fans yes. um, who keep wanting new music and, you know, everybody who's interested in new music and and the excitement of I Think We're Low Now, again, the new version, <laughs> yep. um, which is awesome. And, you know, of course, I'm that girl. I'm, I'm I, the, you know, the mall girl. I'm, yeah. I, I Think We're Low Now. So, I mean, I love, you know, being you know, who I am. People know me from, you know, I think where now could have been. Yeah. Um, but I really love even more when they know me from, you know, the current stuff that I'm doing. So yeah. that's the mission. That's but awesome. I enjoy doing all of it. I mean, that's, you know, and thank you so much for having me oh, that's... on your podcast. Yeah. And I appreciate it. No, that's absolutely so, my you pleasure. So, <laughs> I'm going to go knock it out another vocal. <laughs> <laughs> There's still work to be done. Okay. Uh, tonight's our, our, our last night here, so okay. we're going to be like going into the wee hours until we can't go anymore. All right, cool. Well, can I just knock out a couple of more questions? And I've got sure. like, a couple left, if that's all right, and I'll let you get back to it because I don't sure. want to take away from that time because I know it's in, important. Um, and I do want to hear your new record when it comes out. So yeah, I want oh, you to get on you. with it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just a, a couple more. Um, like I say, these are sort of questions that I uh, generally ask most of the people that come on my podcast. They're kind of like quick fire, although they do require a little bit of thought most of the time, well, especially one of them tends to stump a few people. But um, so what are your three top albums that kind of shape who you are? Like if you could pick the three albums that say that's me, which ones would they be? Oh gosh. I can't really pick just three. Really? Only three. Yeah. Just three. Uh, rumors. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. Oh, excellent. Yep. Um, I would pick, um, man, it's going to be hard. Um, I would probably pick, Joni Mitchell, Greatest Hint. Cool. Um, and I would pick any album from Led Zeppelin ever. Okay. I'll so just pick one. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's fine. Anyone that, if that's my last choice, my last two choices, I'd take anything yeah. <laughs> from Led Zeppelin. That's fine. Just pick the best of. <laughs> so it's like. Best of, yes. <laughs> cool <laughs> thank you for that um what are when you're not d- doing music what what are your hobbies away from music what do you do to kind of like unwind or do you have any other passions that you kind of um you like to cultivate oh well i mean I'm, i love to cook that's oh, my thing excellent um i'm a big yeah i'm i'm a foodie big time so i love to you know cook and experiment with different sauces and um and different you know recipes and styles i mean so i mean i really don't you know i'm not really you know a conformist really when it comes to cooking i'm just kind of like a 
little bit of this and a little bit of that, but it's always earthy and it's always more, um, you know, kind of with a flair. I yeah. like a lot of like, not spicy, yep. but like, you know, more earthy kind of taste, you know? So, yeah. and I have my special ingredients and things like that. So I have cookbooks coming out oh, cool. uh, next year and at the end of this year for Christmas. Um, but yeah, I've done a lot of uh, different cooking shows in, in the States and yeah. hope to do more stuff. Yeah, I remember I, I, I saw you on, I think it was the Guy Fieri. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the show. But you're on one of his shows. Oh, uh, Ray vs. Guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I know. I made it to number three. Well, I was one of three people. Yes. So, but Hers- Herschel Walker, his grandmother's fried chicken, of course, took the... <laughs> took the took Always. The, you know, you can't, you can't you compete with my no. <laughs> fried chicken. <laughs> No, but I remember seeing it. I was uh, I was reminded of it when I was um, kind of like looking things up. And yeah, no, that just reminded me again. No, that's cool. I love I love food myself. So and I love cooking. So it's uh, it's 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 awesome. So <laughs> cool. yeah, no, I, that's my that's my hobby. Excellent. That's my jam. Excellent, excellent. Um, enjoy your shows you've got coming up for the Rewind Festival. Oh, thank you. Um, yes, and it's going to be so much fun, much fun. Good luck with the rest of your recording. I look forward to seeing what you or hearing what you produce. Um, on there and um, thank you thank mark from me as well because i know he set this up through one of uh, one of my contacts and stuff so um awesome. so thank you to him but yeah no tiffany absolutely thank you very much and oh, um, thank you so much for your time no problem and yeah just enjoy the rest of the time in the uk thank you i'll All talk right. to you soon thank <laughs> you so much bye-bye bye bye